0: Welcome to the preaching ministry of Dr. Albert Chambers, founder and senior minister of the internationally known ministry of World Vision for Christ. I trust you'll be blessed and challenged as you listen to this message. Now, we are just pure preaching because God sends his word to bring deliverance. And no matter how streamlined the musical program we have, And we don't have a very streamlined musical program, but I mean in the general sense, no matter what kind of a streamlined program of music people put on and different performances and entertainment, there is nothing to supersede the word of God. And the revivals of past generations were significant in that God raised men to preach, to preach, to preach, to preach. We have relegated preaching to the past. But God has updated it to the present. It still pleases God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Will you say amen? I said it last night, I think, that whilst we or many men are looking for better methods, God is looking for better men. There's so much in this. The centurion besought him. Saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. First of all, look at the man. The man is a captain over at least a hundred soldiers. He is the head of a household where there are many servants. Servants were looked upon as little better, if at all better, than slaves. Caesar was looked upon as a god, so that the soldiers under Caesar called him Lord Caesar. You understand that? So here is the centurion and he is coming to Jesus Christ and calling him Lord. Now look at his attitude. He saw that Christ was bigger and better than Caesar. All the soldiers and the army physicians had failed to heal the man who was sick of the palsy. Here is a man of might bowing to a man of meekness. Here is a man of authority and power and position who is publicly acknowledging Jesus Christ as Lord. Now his superiors could have had him put to death for, privately or publicly, acknowledging anybody to be Lord outside of Caesar. Look at his attitude upward. Look at his attitude outward. He was concerned about his servant. Look at his attitude inward. You see, upward he saw the Lord. Outward he saw his servant. Inward he saw himself. He said, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. Do you get that? Upward, he had a right attitude. Inward, he had a right attitude. He counted himself unworthy. Outward, he had a right attitude. He loved his servant. Some people think they can love God and hate man who is made in the image of God. Some people think they don't need to love God. All they need to do is love man. But in order to get your name in the Lamb's book of life, in order to have the power and the presence and the provision of God operating in your behalf, you have got to be right upward, inward, and outward. I don't know when I will ever see you again. So I have got to give you something that will stick with you. I've got to give you something that you will remember. Not only something that you will remember, but something that you can anchor to when the problems of life are pressing you when your boat is rocking in the midst of the storm, if I can give you enough of God's truth in your heart, then you'll call him from the hinder part of the boat, and he'll stand in the boat and say, Peace, be (laughs) still. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't mind feeding, but I want you to learn how to fish yourself. I want you to learn some of the principles of the kingdom of God so that we can externalize this kingdom which is within us. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is within you. But the word of God tells us that the whole creation is groaning and waiting for the manifestation of that kingdom. And when men come on the scene, with enough understanding of the principles and practices of the kingdom of God, then what will happen is this. God's people will catch the vision of the internal kingdom and they will begin to externalize the kingdom and then will take knowledge we have been to Jesus. Amen. So, upward, Lord. Outward, my servants. Inward, I'm not worthy. I have an awful lot more to say to you this evening. I don't want you to go home yet. I love you dearly in the Lord. And I am groaning within me to be honest with you with a supreme desire to see Christ formed in you. The Word of God talks about Christ being born in your hearts by faith. But until we begin to realize that He is a man above all men, not a babe in swaddling clothes laid in a manger, but a man who brought us nigh unto God, by the blood of his cross. Hallelujah. Yes, sir, one in whom there was no sin, neither was any gale found in his mouth. One who was rich, yet for our sex he became that we through his poverty may be made rich one who was wounded for our transgressions one who was bruised for our iniquity the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed all we like sheep have gone astray we have turned everyone to his own way but the Lord hath laid upon him the iniquity of us all so that he says come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest some of you have had enough some of you need some more Those of you who feel you have had enough, I ask you to have the grace to stay at the table until the meal is finished, and they who want to go on eating carry on until they're filled. I am not being I am not being vindictive when I say that, it is just a simple truth that even as in the natural realm people have good appetites and not so good appetites, even so spiritually some people have a greater appetite than others. But one thing we do know, the hungrier you are the better, because God said, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. So eat this up, son. I said eat this up, son. If you want to be a big boy like your daughter, you got to eat the meat of the word of God. Well, isn't that what we tell the children? When they don't want to eat, we it into them. We say, come on now, you'll never grow up to be like daddy. You'll never grow up to be a big girl like mommy. I tell you, I want to be like the Lord. God created man after his likeness and image. And he gave us Jesus Christ to look upon that we would grow up to be like our elder brother. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, some people, some people come into our meetings, you know, and they go out saying, it's all emotionalism. They do, you know. They do, it's true. And sure, there's emotion in it. Tell me, what's wrong with emotions? Did God give us the emotions or did the devil give us them? The problem is that if people turn their emotions the wrong way, there's nothing wrong with weeping for joy. There's nothing wrong with clapping your hands for joy. There's nothing wrong with being so sorry for your neighbor that your eyes become pools of water like Jeremiah. No, sir, sure there's nothing wrong with it. Anyhow, how do you express joy unspeakable and full of glory? Do you do that with your mouth shut or do you jump up and say hallelujah? Hallelujah. Amen. Don't think I am trying to blitz any one person I am not. We are not very far from Spurgeon's tabernacle at the Elephant and Castle. And Charles Hodden Spurgeon said, If the cup fits you, wear it. (laughs) Yes, sir. So, upward, inward, outward. You see, we don't need to play around with these things. If you don't want to listen, then I am a fool to speak. It is presumptuous of me to expect God to anoint me to speak if you don't want to hear. But if you are hungry for the word of God, then I have every confidence that me being the channel here at this moment, God will use the available channel to bring his word and bless you. Praise the Lord. Get something good from the meeting this evening. You know, get something good. Don't be all screwed up and tensioned and fretting and worried. You relax in the presence of the Lord. Just get a sweet, sweet attitude towards God. A sweet attitude towards your neighbor. Even a sweet attitude toward the preacher. And you know, you find a lot of things that you came into the meeting with bearing upon you and wearing you down. You find you go out and they'll not be on you. That's right, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. The shackles fall off when we worship the Lord. The chains are broken because Jesus Christ said he wants to give us the kingdom. Hallelujah. Right. So he entered into Capernaum. The centurion came to him. He besought him, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy. Grievously tormented." Jesus said, I will come and heal him. Now... To the nobleman he said, except you see signs and wonders you will not believe. The nobleman said, Sir, come down, or my child die. He was insisting on Jesus going twenty miles to where his son lay dying. Then Jesus said, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. Now notice it. In the other instance, Jesus said, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Jesus Christ knew the hearts of all men. How many believe that? He was never out of tune with the program of god now there will be things i say that i expect you to take home and pray over and let the holy spirit elaborate on it to you i said jesus was never out of tune with the program of god he was aware that the program of God was not static, but was progressive. In other words, he moved progressively with the progressive program of God. The problem that has cropped up in past generations has been that God has moved and given us great men with great ministries and a message for the hour that they lived in. But always when there arises a great man there arises around him a whole lot of little men And those little men don't usually have the same big vision of the great man. So where the great man had a vision of the progressive program, the lesser men see a static program. For example, when the disciples went up the Mount of Transfiguration, they said, let us build something here. This is good. They were content to stay there. But when they got it into their head that they could build there, then a cloud came down. And God directed them, Hear the sun. And when they looked again, they saw no man save Jesus only. God is a God of progress. God has a target his target is that we bear the stump of the heavenly, even as we bore the stump of the earthly. Jesus put it like this, And I've seen nothing to tell me it is withdrawn. He that believeth on me the works that I do, shall he do also. My little children, children cried the apostle, of whom I travail again, as in birth, until Christ be formed in you. He had travailed for them to bring them into the kingdom. He had travailed and prevailed in prayer and in proclamation of the word until Christ was born in their hearts by faith. He had travailed until the kingdom had come within. But he was now revealing again with the same pains as in birth because he wanted Christ to be manifest through them he wanted them to grow up in God. He wanted them to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He wanted them to demonstrate the attributes of faith. When things like we are blessed with faithful Abraham were spoken, they were designed to make you and I aware that down here we have no certain dwelling place, but we seek a city whose builder is God. Amen. He was trying to bring his children to the place Place uh, where the kingdom of God would be first uh, in everything seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness knowing that everything else uh, must fall into its place uh, when you get the kingdom first uh, if you see uh, to the best uh, you don't need to worry about the rest uh, it will all take its place put God first always at the beginning, at the end and in the middle The centurion said, I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I said to this man, Go, and he goeth, unto another come, and he cometh, and to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Many a time faith is found in the place where it is least expected, and many a time Like the nobleman, you find little faith where there should be much faith. But thank God he sees all faith. And he that cometh to God must believe that God is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So what little faith you have, if you let The word of God come unto you, it will fan it into great faith. And that is why we have the contrast in these two stories. One wanted Jesus to go and lay hands on the Son to heal him. The other said, No, Lord, don't come. I'm not worthy that you should come. Speak the word only. Because Jesus Jesus was in touch with the progressive program of God, he saw the opportunity to bring out a vital truth about the nature, the disposition, the character, the attitude, and the objective of God. And so he said to the centurion, I will come. He said to the nobleman, I won't come because he wanted to bring the same confession from the both of them. The centurion and the nobleman had a good attitude upward. They recognized the love and power and ability of God. They had a good attitude outward, because they cared, one about the son and the other about the servant. The centurion had a good attitude inward because he felt unworthy. The nobleman was prepared to throw aside his preconceived ideas and take the directive from the master. He wanted Jesus to come to the house. But when Jesus said, Go your way, your son liveth, he believed. It says, He believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And the centurion said, Speak the word. Speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Friends, the ultimate in the message I am trying to bring to you tonight is this. God's word on the lips of faith is as powerful as when God speaks it himself. Now, whether our theology permits us to agree with that or not, it makes little difference only in the loss that we have in our own lives. The work of God is progressing, And the program of God is coming to a place, I say it again, where even though darkness is covering the earth, and gross darkness the people, God speaks of a people who will rise and shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord. Is risen upon you. God is preparing a people who will shine with the glory of God, not only in heaven but on the earth. The children of the kingdom being manifest, for the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain until now, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God, but God's people can't believe for it because it has not been preached to them. But God is raising preachers uh, who are coming uh, with a message uh, from heaven's throne uh, and telling God's people that they don't need to be weak any longer uh, but that the Lord is our strength. Uh, We don't need to be defeated because he makes us more than conquerors through him that loved us. Uh, We don't need to go underground because he means us to go overground uh, and let our a chain. A city that has sat on a hill cannot be hid. This is the message for the hour in which we live because God's people have been beaten into the corners and the devil has walked over them with hobnailed boots and there's so much underground church, there's hardly any overground church but we are coming out from the desert who is this the Bible says who cometh forth from the wilderness it is the Lord's host they are coming terrible as an army with banners Amen. 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 I want to go to Rhodesia at this time because, because news has reached me that many of the churches in fear of what went wrong in Mozambique in fear of the fact that Mugabe the Prime Minister confessed he was a communist they are going underground they're going underground but what we want to do is preach the word with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven so that they won't go underground but that they'll be scattered abroad preaching the word everywhere and the lord working with them confirming the word we're saying following amen amen hallelujah glory to God wonderful wonderful story of love praise the Lord thank you for listening to this message I trust you've been blessed for a list of other messages by Dr chambers please visit the World Vision for Christ website. Here is the address. www.wvfc.co.uk That's www.wvfc.co.uk We look forward to hearing from you soon. Goodbye for now and may God richly bless you as you apply his word to your life.